Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. is guitar players of all time. It's Slash, it's Guns N' Roses. They're in Missoula, Montana tonight. How cool is that? We are having a party to get you ready for Guns N' Roses. We're down here at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot adjacent to the Walking Bridge on the University of Montana campus. Guns N' Roses, gates 630, music starts at 7. Going to be an all-time rocking night at the base of Mount Sentinel, and we can't wait. You want tickets? We got two, maybe even four. I don't know. Get your butt down here. Come hang out with us. Badlanders slinging drinks. Twisted Tea giving away drinks and a bunch of swag. And we have at least one, maybe two pairs of tickets to Guns N' Roses. All you got to do is put your name in a box and then be present to win. We'll be doing the drawing here about 40 minutes on 1029 ESPN Missoula. Thanks so much for tuning in to Nuanas Now. Hope you have an outstanding Friday. Nuanas Now, your one-stop shop for all things sports across the great treasure state. We also try to keep you entertained. Pop culture, music, everything in between. We're broadcasting to you live through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Northwest Motorsport, you can find them online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. You missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can find it on all your various podcast hosting platforms. N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there. It's a unique last name, so it's a unique podcast name. 
Please rate, review, subscribe. Five stars preferred, all those good things. Podcast probably presented by Sportsbet Montana, Blackfoot Communications, and the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. You want to be a part of the show? You want to get a hold of us? You want to call us, text us, whatever? 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Also, hit us up on YouTube. N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there as well. Please review and uh, subscribe there as well. We will uh, be doing a big YouTube giveaway a little later on this fall. So you're going to want to be a subscriber to our YouTube channel. Andrew Houghton, SkylineSportsMT.com. Coming up next here in just a quick minute. But first and foremost, we were getting all set up. I was sweating. Uh, and... Uh, I forgot to mention that I'm all jacked up, not just because Axel and Slash are in town, but because I slammed me some Florence coffee before I came on the air. I know Tommy was very, very excited about his Florence coffee today. He's excited about coffee all the time. His social media handles are Tommy Coffee, for God's sakes. But, Tommy, tell the people, what have you been sipping on today? How you feeling, my man? Hey, I don't know what the delay is like, but I'm feeling great, man. I, I, I went crazy, Coulter, and rather than getting two triples today, I got two quadruples, Let's baby. Go. I'm going to be playing the guitar faster than Slash ever could. <laughs> What's up? Tommy is so good for being back in the studio, for hooking up this engineering project like he always does. Getting us on the air, helping us broadcast all across the globe. And uh, he will be back here with us down here tonight to have a rocking good time. But Tommy, I'm glad you're all jacked up on coffee. Florence Coffee Company, no matter where you're at in Missoula, there's a Florence Coffee near you. So swing on by and hit them up. They got you covered for all your caffeination needs. It's a Friday night and Guns N' Roses are in town. So let her rip. Get yourself a couple quad shots. Tommy, thanks so much for doing your thing, man. Give me your thoughts, though. What do you think about tonight in Guns N' Roses? Man, like, here's the thing about tonight that makes it so cool. We've already had some iconic musicians play uh, here in the Valley. We've had the Rolling Stones. We've had one of the Beatles, for crying out loud. And now we got Guns N' Roses. Let me tell you why I love Guns N' Roses. There are two reasons. Number one, the first song that I played on expert level on Guitar Hero, okay? Number two, the most iconic movie scene of all time, yes, from Step Brothers, features uh, a dang Guns N' Roses song. And that's why I really am excited. Gotta love it. Tommy Evans, the main man in the back. We'll see you when you get you down here, my friend. Thanks so much for doing it. And thanks so much for being you. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. You're watching through the studio. We're not there because we're down here, so you should come see us. We got tickets for you. We got all sorts of swag for you. We got everything for you. Going or not, doesn't matter. Come see us. Base of the Footbridge Chamber of Commerce parking lot. I love getting the feedback on bands that are a little bit older from some of our young bucks. I think that uh, Andrew Houghton, who joins me now here on Nuanas Now, he and Tommy are, uh, I think, in a battle for who's the youngest guy at the station. Um, but your thought, you're an East Coast guy. You're still in your 20s. So uh, you were born a little bit after the phenomenon of Guns N' Roses even occurred. But your thoughts on Guns N' Roses tonight? Yeah. I mean, I'm stoked to see them. I think it, you know, it's not like Guns N' Roses is a bucket list band for me, right? Sure. But when they're coming to town and you have the chance to go see them, right? 
I mean, I, I think it'll be a great experience, right? Like, I'm, I'm super excited for it. My good friend, our good friend, Alanya, uh, who formerly afternoons on the trail, former promotions director at ESPN, or excuse me, at Missoula Broadcasting Company, ESPN, and all of our other great stations as well. I, I was hanging out with Alanya a little bit last weekend at Wilco, and uh, she is a music aficionado, of course, a former uh, radio host and DJ, but also now the uh, primary booking agent for Log Jam Presents. And she's the one bringing all the great shows uh, to all of the Log Jam properties here in Missoula. Well, we saw each other out at Wilco, and uh, she was telling me right before the show, she said, hey, here's my number one rule. She said, if a band has been together for 20 or more years, you go see them, period. It doesn't matter who they are. If they've been together for 20 or more years, you go see them because they got the special sauce. Guns N' Roses, maybe not 20 consecutive years, but they were around. They disappeared. They're back. And so uh, the fact that they're still playing arenas and uh, they are an arena-style rock band, it's going to be a super fun night and uh, definitely one to remember. So if you want to come with us to Guns N' Roses, Get your butt down here. Come on down and fill out an entry form. We got a pair of tickets, at least maybe two, to Guns N' Roses. So please come on down here to the Chamber of Commerce parking lot and uh, put your name in the box. We'll be doing a drawing here in about 30 to 35 minutes. So come see us here at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot adjacent to the footbridge on the University of Montana campus. All right. We've been tagging a lot of fun stuff today, and sports are fun, of course, but they also have an element of seriousness to them. But uh, that's what we're here to do, entertain you. But this is a football show, first and foremost, so let's talk some football. The NFL preseason starts this weekend. We're going to get into some of our division previews, which, by the way, Rajim Seabrook will be back in the saddle next Friday, and we'll continue some of these division previews. Uh, but before we do that, is there anything particular? I mean, I know the preseason uh, is has a varying level of um, interest. Nerds like it sometimes, maybe not. I think that there's the element of the storyline of the first time a guy plays in the NFL when he's a rookie quarterback or he's with a new team is the one that's most compelling to me by the third or fourth week of the preseason. Eh, if it's a team I really follow, maybe I like it because of the position battles and stuff. But I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm kind of ambivalent about the preseason. But is there anything particular this preseason that you're into? No, I don't. You know, I I'm just gonna take my time, not pay attention to the NFL until I absolutely <laughs> have to. When right, right. when week one kicks off, I think my favorite part of the preseason is just seeing the guys you know who nobody has ever heard of come out of nowhere and not even just play, but like. Force a position battle, yeah. win a job. You know, if you're watching Hard Knocks, those guys become America's darlings for a little while. Who's on Hard Knocks this year? Is it the Cowboys? Ooh, buddy, that's going to be... I, I'm not 100% sure on that. Man. Well, if it's the Cowboys, I hate the Cowboys, but I'll watch that because Hard Knocks is one of my favorite shows ever, man. Hard Knocks is one of the great shows on TV. I think it is the Cowboys, yeah. Hard Knocks 2021, Dallas Cowboys, man. That's intriguing. That's going to be a weekly segment here on Nuanas Now the next four weeks. I'll tell you that. Andrew doesn't even know it yet, but he's staying with me. <laughs> and uh, we got HBO, so we're watching Hard Knocks all day, every day. I've watched every Hard Knocks at least twice. One of my favorite shows in the history of television. Well, speaking of the preseason, though, so Andrew is University of Montana grad. Like, went to the journalism school here in Missoula. His first job out of college. Cartersville, Georgia, covering one Trevor Lawrence, who was the number one recruit in the country, went on to Clemson, won a national championship when he was a freshman, and most recently the number one overall draft pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is there any intrigue of that to you, the fact that just his first preseason start? I'm a little bit intrigued to see how Trevor Lawrence looks, even if it's an inconsequential game. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think that the thing with 
I mean, he's just so even-keeled. He said the expectation that he was going to walk into a preseason camp and be the starter since he was a freshman in high school. You know, he was already right, getting right. tabbed about, you know, this guy's going to go to the NFL. This guy's going to be the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. So it's not something that's going to take him by surprise. I mean, I think that it's just going to be low-key. I mean, he's going to handle business. He's going to come in. There's not going to be any drama about it. I mean, if I'm the Jaguars, the best storyline there is if Tim Tebow's going to make it. No question. Two points there. One, I do think the debut of a quarterback at a higher level is intriguing no matter what. One of my favorite parts about Montana Grizz fall camp is Daniel Britt, the quarterback from Las Vegas, who uh, helped his squad take down Bishop Gorman, one of the great high school dynasties in any state in the country, all the way to the Nevada State Championship. He's a quarterback for the Grizzlies. Watching him roll against the top uh, defense, one or two series of practice. It's always entertaining and fun. Daniel Britt right now, when he's going against the ones, he's taking his lumps to be sure. But that's how you get better. So I will be interested to see uh, how Trevor Lawrence does uh, in his debut for sure. Urban Meyer, though, saying maybe he's not the number one guy going in. Uh, but that's a ploy. That's a tactic, right? you got to go with Trevor Lawrence. Motivational tactic or whether it's to keep the media off. I mean, it's not going to throw anybody else in the league off so you get an advantage on the scout. I mean, he's, he's going to be the guy. But, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see, like, Justin Fields. For I know sure. Trey Lance has been tearing it up in San Francisco. I do, I do think, uh, first of all, oh, I, I guess I'll tell this story in just a minute because you mentioned Andrew Luck, so don't let me forget about Andrew Luck and, uh, and the Stanford Cardinal and the Washington Huskies. They do have a brief story about that as well. But I do think that both Trey Lance and Justin Fields, they have a distinct situation where, first of all, they have veteran quarterbacks on their sure. team. Garoppolo's good, Andy Dalton, eh. But also the beginning of the season schedule. I know that the uh, Ram, or the, excuse me, the Bears open with the Rams. I don't think you can throw Justin Fields to Aaron Donald his first start. So I do think they'll let uh, Andy Dalton take his lumps early. And uh, San Francisco, I can't remember who they open with, but it's still be really good defensively too. So I think that both Lance and Fields might get delayed uh, just a little bit. Nuana is down 102.9 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. We're not in studio because we're down here, Chamber of Commerce parking lot. So swing on down uh, to see us. We have drinks getting served by the Badlander. We got all sorts of swag from Twisted Tea and Missoula Broadcasting Company. And most importantly, we have at least a pair, if not more, tickets to Guns N' Roses. I'll be doing the drawing here live on ESPN about 30 minutes. So come on down, put your name in a box. We got at least two, maybe more tickets uh, to Guns N' Roses. My last story about, uh, I was uh, down at uh, Grizz practice the other day, and we were talking about Washington, the Grizz opener to Washington. I once upon a time worked for a six days a week newspaper uh, in Ellensburg, Washington. I would cover Central Washington games when they were at home, but when they were on the road, I could get press passes to Washington games. Also, though, my buddy had season tickets to the Huskies that year. So I went to about 10 UW football games when I was living over in Washington, the latest of which was when Andrew Luck was a senior for the Stanford Cardinal, and he threw five touchdowns in the first half. I walked out of that stadium at halftime to go get a beer, and I thought to myself, I'd always heard my whole life how the transcendent athletes just look different. And I've seen so many great athletes. I mean, I, I grew up with and I'm friends with guys that have played in the NFL. Andrew Luck, his senior year of college, was like nothing I've ever seen before. I mean, he was he was playing chess when everybody else was playing checkers. Did you feel like that about Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, and I was I was primed for it, right, because I was coming in, and he was, he was the number, number one recruit right. in the country in his class at that time. So I was primed to see him that way. But some of the things that he did, I mean, I can still remember, you know, 
being on the sidelines in Cartersville, Georgia. Sun's going down, right? Everybody's getting hyped up for the Friday night football game. And the thing that sticks with me is just like the easiest place to tell a great athlete is just different is just watch them warm up. Sure. You know? For sure. 100%. Just watching Trevor Lawrence stand on his goal line and just sort of flick the ball out to the 50 and look like in complete control of everything as the, the you know, the tension's building around him. Their backup quarterback that year was T. Webb, sure. who had Louisville offer, North Carolina offer. They were playing 60-yard catch, and Trevor was just slinging it out to him on a line. And this T. Webb guy, who's Division One too, he's he's throwing it back to him on a bounce, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, oh, okay. There are levels to this, you know? There are levels to this. And this is why I am always hyping Troy Anderson, man, because he's different exactly. than everybody else. Like, Dante also was great to watch practice. Like, the, the dudes of the Grizz, like Savari Torre, Dalton Steve, the, the recent guys. Like, even when I was in college, like Chase Reynolds, Lex Hilliard, uh, Mark Mariani, all these dudes that went to the league, they were a little bit different. There's nobody that I've seen in the, in the state of Montana that is different like Troy Anderson. That's why I'm always hyping him like I am. And you think about it, I mean, that's why we watch sports. Like, that's why I, I yeah. want to be around sports so much is to see that transcendent stuff. That's why we love, I mean, I mean, hard work, merit, honesty, diligence, being a good person, all those things, they get you far in life. But there's certain things that are just so, just naturally talented gifts. And I think that's why we gravitate towards athletes so much, because it's like, I could work as hard as I possibly wanted. And everybody could. And never beat Troy Anderson, you know what I mean? Or, or any other elite athlete. And that's the thing. is like Troy Anderson is going to be, I think he'll be an NFL player and perhaps a contributing to even maybe kind of good NFL player. But, like, the dudes like Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack, and, like, that's why we're so magnetized to them because they are just born different. Right, and it doesn't take you, you know, an hour of watching them to tell that. It no, takes you five two seconds. plates. Yeah, yeah. Five seconds, exactly. It's just, and it's, it's, it's an experience unlike anything else. I mean, just how, yeah, how quick it is. Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN, Missoula, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas, broadcasting to you live from the uh, Chamber of Commerce parking lot here at, adjacent to the footbridge at the University of Montana campus. Guns and Roses tonight, so come on down. We got tickets for you. All you got to do is put your name in a box. We'll be drawn for those tickets in about 25 minutes. So come down here, drink courtesy of the Badlander and Twisted Tea, hang out with us, and win yourself tickets to tonight's epic show at Washington Grizzly Stadium featuring an iconic band, Guns N' Roses. Andrew Houghton joining me here on 1029 ESPN Missoula. All right, NFL talk. Let's talk about the toughest division in the NFL. What is it? But first, I want to know, how do you define it? Because... Gus Tutel and I, my former co-host, we used to argue all the time. To me, there's a definitive difference between the deepest division and the toughest division. If you don't have multiple teams in your division that can win the Super Bowl, you're not the best division of football to me. Just because you have four teams that can make the playoffs, all out of the NFC West, doesn't mean you're the best division of football. It means you're the deepest division of football. Where are you at in terms of how you analyze this? I think you got to have at least three good teams in the division also. But to to be, one of them have to be able to win the Super Bowl? One of them has to, yeah. Right. Not multiple. But, yeah, you got to have one of the teams that you're saying, man, this team could win 14 games. This team might be the best team in the league. And I think you got to have at least two other teams that are like, this is a playoff team, right? 
I totally agree. I just Ryan was arguing always during the uh, 2020 season that the NFC West was the best division of football because they had four teams that are 500 or better, you know, four teams that are going to be in the mix for playoff spots. I agree with that, but my whole argument against it was none of the four teams in the NFC West had any chance, period, to win the Super Bowl. I know I'm very critical about this kind of stuff, but I think that there's, I think in the NFL, there's only a couple teams that are really bad. There's only a couple teams that are really elite. Everybody else is the same, and it comes down to how do you coalesce? How do you come together? How, how, what sort of injury luck do you have? And what, how's the momentum of your season play out? Yeah, the most parity out of the any of the leagues in the you know any of the four major sports right. leagues. But I also think that that's the narrative the NFL wants you to believe. And in fact, in reality, no matter what, on paper, you could determine before the year. You cannot predict who's going to make the playoffs, play in the wild card round, all that stuff. But you can determine who can actually win the Super Bowl. There's only actually ever four or six teams that can actually win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I mean, the the New York Giants from a couple years ago with Eli Manning, you wouldn't have said them before the season. Right. They had a good formula. Yeah. It is, it's an interesting discussion. Okay, so here's the thing I was... Okay, so first of all, answer my first question. What's the toughest division of football? Well, I don't want to say the NFC West now because <laughs> you... They're the deepest division of football. No, I actually think that the Rams could win the NFC this year. I not think so, the, too. Not just the West, we're, they could win the NFC. We're about to talk about who we think is the best team. I think the Rams are on that short list for me. I do, too. Uh... The NFC West is on my short list for best division in football. I think the AFC North is stacked this year. My brother said that the other day. Brooks Nuana is on Nuana's now said that two days ago. I, I agree. Okay, that's my pick. Because I, I do think I, I don't think the Browns could win the Super Bowl, but I do think they could play in the conference championship. And if they got hot enough, they might be able to win the AFC. I think the Steelers are going to be back. I think the Melvin Ingram trade is great, plus the return of Bud Dupree and some of the other guys that they get back. And then the Ravens, I think, have a real opportunity. The Ravens well. are really, really good. Yeah, and the Bengals are going to be better this year. I mean, be this, this division sure. had three 11-win teams last year. This right. year, the Bengals should be better. So you should have four, four good teams. And that's why I buy into the notion that that's the best division in football. Because although the Bengals would finish fifth in the four-team NFC West. Sure. The other three teams are 11 or 12 win teams if they put it together. And that's better to me than a division that has an 11, a 10, and a 9 win team and an 8 win team like the NFC West did last year. Other question for you. I was going through all the teams. I asked my brother this the other day, too. Because it's a salary cap league, because of the way that the NFL roster limits and everything works, there are only a couple teams that have truly, like, everything is, is set up for 10 and 6 is the barometer, and then we're going to go 14 and 2 if we do it right. Everybody starts at 8 and 8. A few teams don't, but everybody basically starts at 8 and 8. Who gets hurt? How's your quarterback play? All that stuff. But I was looking across the league, and I don't really see any team that's just truly awful and bad, like a, just a two-win team. Do you, though? Who, who could be the stinkers of the NFL this year? Uh, I think the Houston Texans are probably yes. going to be a two-win team. They're the front runner. Yep, they are the front runner. I don't see. I don't see how Deshaun Watson plays this year for one thing, for and that's sure. a whole whole other can of worms to get into. Well, that's what we don't get into here. Deshaun Watson is what it is. You want to know about the scenario? Go read about it on ESPN.com. We don't. <laughs> it's too hazy and too convoluted for us around here. Deshaun Watson is in some stuff. You can go read about it. That's all we say around here. 
the rest of that roster is not very good. It's not. And and it's because Bill O'Brien made it, but then they, didn't, then they didn't want to play for him, and now he's not there, and so the whole thing is just uh, an utter wreck. Awful situation. And it happened because Bob McNair just stuck with Bill O'Brien too long. Exactly. And also giving him coach and GM roles. Bad. Not Bad. a good move for anybody. Uh, here's one, and this breaks my heart, Coulter. Because, you know, my soul is midnight green. I've been a Philadelphia Eagles fan for longer than See, I've been a fan of any other team. Too. I don't think the Philadelphia Eagles have any possible way of being even mediocre this year. You really don't. So what if I, I told I can, you? I can, see, I can see a pathway for them, but I don't think it's very likely. So what if I told you that I know a guy who knows all the people in Philadelphia? Mm. Everybody around here that's listening can connect the dots. <laughs> who would that be? He's a, yeah, you can connect the dots. But I know a guy that worked for the Eagles for 11 years. He thinks Jalen Hurts is lights out. He thinks Jalen Hurts is no question, not arguable, better than Carson Wentz ever was. That would be great. That's the best thing I've heard in two weeks. Uh, yeah, that's uh, got a big, big smile on my face. Um, I don't have that confidence in Jalen Hurts. The rest of the roster is really bare, and the division is so much better this year. It's true. Andrew Houghton here. Anuan is now 1029 ESPN Missoula. SWX Montana TV. We're broadcasting to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. We are down at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot. We're having a party, Guns N' Roses, tonight, so swing on down. We still got tickets available. We're going to give away a pair here in about 20 minutes, so swing on down here. Put your name in a box. You need tickets. Your friends need tickets. Anybody, everybody needs tickets. Come see us down here in the Chamber of Commerce parking lot. Put your name in the box. Must be present to win, but we'll be, we'll be giving away some tickets to tonight's show at Washington Grizzly Stadium here on Nuanas Now. Need a place to work out? Fitness is a key to anybody's health, whether it's mental or physical. Vertex Fitness, redefining fitness here in Missoula. Vertex Fitness is where the old source used to be. Vertex Fitness is encouraging you to nurture your inner athlete. They also have a great bistro there attached to the gym. Apex Bistro, and together they offer a premier fitness center plus a place to get fit, gather socially, and enjoy nutritious, craveable foods along with espresso, beer, and wine. That's right. They have beer and wine as well. So if you're needing a coffee, you're needing a protein shake, or you want a Byron beer or you want a glass of wine, head on down to Vertex Fitness right there along Russell Street and tell them ESPN sent you. Ask for the ESPN special. Every Friday between 4 and 7, we got an ESPN special there at Vertex Fitness. So head on down there today and tell them you want the ESPN special. Get a discount on your beer, wine, or any other drink. And uh, be sure to tell them ESPN Radio sent you. More Andrew Houghton into the wheelhouse. Big Sky Conference, Sac State. Why are they the forgotten team in the league? What's Troy Taylor, the reigning Eddie Robinson Award winner, have to say about it all? Keep it right here on 1029 ESPN. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Oh, 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 oh. Welcome 
to the jungle. We've got fun and games. We got everything you want, honey. We know the names. We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you got the money, honey, Tommy, where I got you disease. Jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Tommy Evans will be parody music as we get ready for Guns N' Roses. You want to go to Guns N' Roses? Come see me. It's Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. SWX Montana Television. You don't see us on TV because we're not there. We're broadcasting through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. But we are down at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot at the base of the footbridge adjacent to the University of Montana campus. We are going to Guns N' Roses here, T-minus uh, about hour and a half until the uh, music gets started, and T-minus about 10 minutes until we give away a pair of Guns N' Roses tickets. So get your butt down here. We got a party going on, Badlander Bar, Twisted Tea, and tickets for you, courtesy of Jack FM and Missoula Broadcasting Company. We're going to give away a pair here about 545, so get your butt down here and register if you want to go to tonight's show. Guns N' Roses rocking out at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Andrew Houghton, SkylineSportsFT.com, as well as ESPN Missoula, joining me, Coulter Nuanas, here live on the airwaves. All right, buddy, let's talk some Big Sky Conference stuff. We've been doing our Big Sky Conference breakdowns after we got back. Uh, from Spokane for the Big Sky kickoff. And uh, we've broken down Montana, Montana State, and we will continue to do that, of course. Weber State played some stuff from Jay Hill. We heard from Eric Berrier and Aaron Bass from Eastern Washington. To me, though, the forgotten team that's actually a true title contender in the Big Sky Conference is the team that shared the Big Sky title. Back in 2019, it's Sacramento State. I know uh, they've been sort of off the radar, not only because they're Sac State, but because they were the first team to opt out of any sort of season uh, when the fall season was first postponed. Uh, they lost Kevin Thompson during that time. They lost Deron Bland, their best cornerback uh, during that time. They graduated one of the best defensive players in the league in George Obina. Yet they still have Elijah Dotson, perhaps the most explosive running back in the league. They still have Pierre Williams, who I think is the best receiver in the league, who's not named Sammy and Kim. And uh, they got a ton of talent across the board. So, Andrew, the question of the day to me for Sacramento State is why is everybody sleeping on the Hornets? Well, like you said, it's because they didn't play in the spring. There's been no reason to discuss them for, you know, going on two years here. And also, it's because of the way they lost in 2019. They lost to Austin P in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, I guess the second round of the playoffs because they got a bye. They were actually the highest uh, seeded of the Big Sky teams. I think there's a lot that goes into that. I think that, uh, honestly, I think if Sacramento State, I know they were battling some injuries down the stretch. I know Kevin Thompson was sort of in and out of the lineup. I know he missed a start and had to get taken out of a game. Um, a little bit uh, in the in that last month of the season, so they sort of stumbled into the playoffs. But it's my notion that one of the only teams that could have a detrimental effect from a first round bye in the playoffs is Sac State. If they would have kept rolling that week that they didn't play, Kevin Thompson gets named a finalist for the Walter Payton Award. Troy Taylor is named the Eddie Robinson Award winner. That's all fine and good. 
That's never happened in their program's history. So I think that proved to be a distraction for Sacramento State. No, I buy that. But on the other hand, that's what you have to avoid, right? Like, it's just, you can say the bye through them off, whatever. It's your job to not let that happen. Like, you're going into, the motivation should be there. You're going into a playoff game for the first time, it, it, you know, however many years it's been for them. Biggest opportunity in their school's well, it, history. It's not, it's not how many years has it been for them. It was the first time. The ever. first time. There you go. You should still have the motivation for that no matter what happens in the week before, right? For, for sure. Uh, I just think that it's a lot. I mean, you most recently, and before your illustrious return to Missoula uh, to work at Skyline Sports and ESPN Missoula, covered Idaho State. And I know that you weren't there for this iteration of Idaho State, but you were still familiar with the Big Sky Cowboys. But the year that Bill Evans led Idaho State to the uh, four seed, and he won Coach of the Year, and uh, Ethan Telfair was the Big Sky Conference Newcomer of the Year. That, the fact that they got a bye as the four seed and then had to sit in Reno for four, or maybe even as many as five days and receive the awards, get all the praise, watch the games. Meanwhile, that year, fifth seeded North Dakota drilled a last place for the Utah team, and then they got a game under their belts, and they ripped Idaho State like nobody before them. And th- we saw that happen in Reno two times in three years. The uh, the four seed get taken down by the five seed because the five seed got themselves a little, you know, quote-unquote easy game with the, uh, with the four seed, or excuse me, with the 12 seed, and then had to play a team that finished right next to them in the standings. So, I mean, I, I do think it's just a real factor when it comes to college sports. I buy that. The reason that played into the narrative, though, you know, whatever reason they lost Austin P. the reason it played into the narrative is because I think people that entire year, Sac State was winning games top of the conference that entire year, I think people were just looking for an excuse to say, you know, this has been a little bit fluky, right? Because they hadn't been up there. And so losing in the playoff game gave people that opportunity. And so now that's why they're under the radar this year, because you can, you know, you can write off that 2019 year if you were already predisposed towards looking at Sacramento State succeeding as a bit of a fluke, as a one-year thing. You say, well, look at how they lost in the playoffs, you know, as a flash in the pan. The, Andrew Houghton, by the way, joining us here in Nuwana is now 1290 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. But I think that there's uh, college football is about number one coaches, number two talent, number three prestige, number four coming together on the same page and, you know, coalescing as a team, chemistry, all that stuff. I'm talking FBS now. I think the reason I love covering the Big Sky Conference the most is that all for one, one for all. Team chemistry. Playing for the name on the front, not the back. It's more important at this level. You could argue that Montana and Montana State get some of the most prestigious players in the league. They do because the state of Montana produces those guys or because of the regional recruiting map they produce those guys. But more than anything, though, the plug-and-play naturally gifted guys from around the Big Sky Conference, or excuse me, from around the uh, that play for the two Montana schools, those two squads... Those two groups of players, rather, are, it's more about development and toughness and all that than it is about recruiting. And that's why I think the Big Sky is such a dichotomy because Portland State, Sac State, and sometimes even Northern Colorado has had as much talent as anybody in the league. It's the belief in winning. It's the the, the belief that you can do it. It's not letting the obstacles at hand get in front of you. 
that's why I love covering this league, and I think that Sac State actually has so many dudes that could be prestigious players in this league that are prestigious players in this league. Now I'm so interested, though. They had the belief of winning, then they had the heartbreaking loss, and then they had to ruminate on that heartbreaking loss for a really long time. If Troy Taylor is a national coach of the year, if he is one of the best coaches in college football, then... Uh, they should be primed and ready to go entering 2021. Right, and that's why it's so interesting because Troy Taylor has to build that belief right back up in the program, and it's not like he was going to, you know, we asked him at the Big Sky kickoff, you know, what do you have to do to get the momentum going again after a whole year off, and he's not really going to say anything interesting in that setting, but I think it would be uh, just really intriguing to cover this team this year and just to be around them and see how he's trying to do that this year, trying to get people motivated, trying to get the feeling that they had in that second half of 2019 when they were winning and they knew that they were winning and they really believed that they could play with anybody in the conference. Troy Taylor going to join us here in just a quick minute. Tommy's getting the sound ready for us. Nuanas now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. We're broadcasting to you live from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot. Come on down, see us. Register for some tickets, everything in between. We got at least two, maybe more tickets to Guns N' Roses tonight. All of us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, we're ready to hang out. We're ready to rage. We're ready to have a great time at Guns N' Roses. And uh, so if you want to go, we still have some tickets for you. So come on down here right after the break. We're going to be giving those away. But first, about four and a half minutes from Troy Taylor, Sacramento State head coach, to take you home here on a Friday night here on Nuanas Now. You guys have had probably, you guys have had probably the longest wait of anybody. Out. So does this event sort of single or a signal the fact that football is finally back for Sac State? Yeah, you know, it felt pretty normal starting in January when we would kind of get on a regular cycle, you know, because it became pretty normal then. But uh, this definitely is a, is a great thing. Like you said, it's good to see other people. And uh, our guys are certainly excited to, to get started. Actually, ironic, the fact that you guys did opt out the first, it made it probably put you back on a normal schedule sooner, right? It did. That was one of the reasons is we didn't want to stretch late into to spring. We wanted to get into our training routine. Athletes, um, you know, their, their training cycle's been that way for quite a while if you've played football. So I thought it was really important that, um, you know, they're able to have some time off. And I just, I thought it was a little quick from the spring. So I felt good about the decision. I feel even better about it now. What was the main priorities uh, from 2019 till now? Because you've had now multiple iterations of the offseason to get ready for the 2021. Well, I mean, if you're talking about the whole COVID thing, it's obviously, you know, keeping our players safe and then still being able to kind of push forward and continue to grow as uh, student athletes, getting our graduation rate going, making sure we're getting stronger, making sure we're continuing to work on football through some kind of some periods where it was difficult. Um, in terms of our football team and our overall development there, you know, we treated it uh, just like we would any other offseason as far as evaluating what we did on offense and defense. We just had a little bit more more time to do it. So we got to watch those same tapes over and over again. So, you know, just like any other team, we're just trying to trying to get better. Um, there were challenges um, that, that came along with COVID and, uh, and the recruiting realm and training, but I think our, our group as a whole handled it really well. 
one of the biggest questions in the league is can Sac State keep it rolling? Can you repeat the success you had in uh, your first year? So uh, you've had to wait so long to answer that question. How much motivation does the playoff loss give to this team going into 2021? Or do you guys even talk about it? No, we're, we're really day-to-day. We were going into the 2019 season. We I don't know any other way to do it. I know it sounds like it sounds trite, but it, it's just the way I kind of do things and the way our program is. So we're just trying to get better each day. And you get too far ahead and, you know, trying to use something to motivate you too far in the future or in the past. And I just don't think it's the, uh, the right way to go about doing things. We're very mindful of uh, having this opportunity every single day. Our guys know they're lucky to be college athletes and be going to college. I feel unbelievably lucky to be a, a football coach. I get paid to coach football. It's a miracle to me, you know. My, my dad was a carpenter. He pounded nails into boards, you know, eight hours a day in the Sacramento 100-degree heat. My mom was a grocery clerk. She was on her feet for nine hours a day. I get to drop plays and, and, and be, interact with student-athletes. So uh, we're just we're, we're really enjoying it. We want to win. Don't get me wrong. Um, but uh, we move on pretty quickly over a win or a loss. Now heading into your, I guess, second season as a head coach, what have you learned uh, during your time at Sac State so far? You know, uh, I learn every single day. You know, I in some in some ways it's the same as when I was a high school coach in terms of you know it's all about people. So uh, and we're all pretty similar. You know, we have the same needs and desires, and uh, so that part hasn't really changed. The the football part um, hasn't really changed. It's still 11 guys on the field. They're moving a little bit faster and a little bit bigger, but you know that's the way it works. Um, but it's always a, you're, you're always adjusting and adapting. I mean, the, the COVID thing was a great example. I mean, it, we you. Would have plans, you know, um, totally set where we'd spend, you know, 10, 12 hours on a plan and then it just burns up and you're doing something else. So just the ability to adapt, realizing that you can use things like Zoom uh, to your advantage. You don't have to have team meetings with everybody in the same room. You don't have to fly across the country to recruit somebody. You can you can talk to them on Zoom. Um, those are things that, you know, that I've learned in this kind of long stretch. The rest of the stuff is just, you know, football. You just adapt and adjust and it's always changing, but in a lot of ways, it stays pretty much the same. Last question then, what do you think of just the landscape of this league, the dynamics of this league, and where do you think Sac State fits into this league? It's a great league. It has great coaching, um, really good players, uh, dynamic uh, schemes. Um, you know, we're we're excited for the the opportunity. This league changes from year to year. I mean, you, you do have certain teams that always seem to be you know, competing for the, the championship, but then you have teams that emerge that nobody expects, and so that that will happen again in the fall. Um, but we feel great about our chances. We love our culture. We love our players. Um, I got the same staff coming back, so uh, we're excited. So there you go, Troy Taylor, Sacramento State head coach, joining us here on ESPN Radio. Nuana is now 102.9 ESPN Missoula. A continuation of our Big Sky Conference breakdowns. We interviewed all 13 head coaches from around the Big Sky Conference, so we will continue to roll those out over the next weeks and months leading up to the beginning of football season at long last. Speaking of long last, have not been to a concert at Washington Grizzly Stadium in quite some time. Pearl Jam, about three years ago, last time I was in the bar for a rock concert. We're down here at Guns N' Roses, and we got tickets for you. We're going to right here so keep it off this is new one is now on 102.9 espn radio missoula
Some people just got that special sauce. Axl Rose is definitely one of them. Can't wait to see the man, the front man of Guns N' Roses live and in person tonight. And look at us. We already got a lucky winner. We gave away two pairs of tickets to Guns N' Roses here. It's Nuana's now 1029 ESPN Missoula. We're broadcasting to you from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot, getting all geared up for GNR tonight, Washington Grizzly Stadium. And we are so generous and so kind to all you wonderful listeners. We got a pair of winners. Our friends Kevin and Casey, both of them proud owners now of pairs of tickets to Guns N' Roses. Should be an outstanding night here in Missoula. Thanks so much to everybody who swung down and partied with us. Put your name in the bin. And uh, all you awesome listeners and supporters of Missoula Broadcasting Company, we are so, so proud to be locally owned and operated here in the Garden City. And we do all this stuff just for you. We try to keep it as local as we possibly can, as often as we possibly can. And uh, this is a great example of all of that. So hopefully, if you're coming to Guns N' Roses, you have a great time. If you run into us, please say hi. Give us a fist bump. Give us your feedback. We'll be breaking down stuff here for about 45 more minutes probably. So if you do want to swing by, still got some swag. Twisted tea stickers, twisted tea, uh, little sippy cups, all sorts of Missoula broadcasting swag. Of course, the Badlanders slanging drinks as well. It's going to be a night to remember. I've not been in Washington Grizzly Stadium for a concert since 60-second countdown. And uh, we are very excited to do it. Thanks so much to Tommy Evans in the back. He continues to be a genius and a guy I admire a lot for all the work he puts in back there. Couldn't do it without him. We've been taking this show all over America lately, and it's been a damn fun time. So thanks so much for tuning in. Nuanez, now if you missed anything in the show, man, we talked about a lot. Carol and the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports swung by. Give you our top ten hair bands of all time. Heard from Blake Hempstead, Grizz, Bobcats, and Class B football. Heard from our good friend Aubrey. All the things going on at Jack FM and the U. And uh, we also from Andrew Out and all things NFL, Big State Conference. All that available in the podcast. Proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, Blackfoot Communications, and the Wingate at Wyndham Hotel. Back on Monday, Montana Football Hour, 4 p.m. In the meantime, I'm about to go rock my face off. Have a great weekend. And as always, be good. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home Don't really ever remember a time when I went to the Montana State Bookstore website and there wasn't a big sale going on. Whether it's a seasonal sale or a sale for rodeo apparel or a Gold Rush t-shirt sale, always, 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 the MSU Bookstore has great deals, great sales. It's your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. You want to check out all of the various different apparels, home decor and gifts, blue and gold gear from brands like Sims, Under Armour, Columbia, Yeti, and Nike. Go check out the website, msubookstore.org, or just swing on by on campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold, whether it's game day or any other day, msubookstore.org.